Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to the Chronic Podcast with host Ralph Malbro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of SaintsNation.com, Kevin Held of Team Drops the Ball, and Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis. Which four of you would survive the longest in the zombie apocalypse, and in which order would you die? Well, Ralph, no offense, you're going first. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> the zombies would smell Dave's sugar blood and target him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'd get his... <laughs> I don't even have a joke, Dave! <laughs> Dave! Dave smells like nougat! Now here's your host, Ralph Malbrose. USA, USA, yeah, baby. USA. You have soccer fever. It's the uh, a little bit, a little bit. What? It's the it's the chronic podcast. I'm your host Ralph Marlboro. We're joined by Dave Cariello and Andrew Juge. Kevin stiffed us. He is out chasing women in St. Louis. He's on his third date with his third different woman. He's just sleeping away, sleeping his way around St. Louis. Is that really true? Is that is really true. With another with another girl. Well, it's, that's what he texted me. I don't know. He's like, uh, he's like Casanova meets the Iron Sheik. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Um, don't want to tell the new girl about your nerdy podcast. Yes, exactly. Too, too soon. <laughs> exactly. Um, the yeah, Saints, that's, that's something you break out like month six. Years, years, <laughs> years. Um, the the podcast, as always, is sponsored by the Pelican House, twenty five seventy two City Place Court. Go there, watch the World Cup, watch the College World Series without LSU or any Louisiana team. Uh, you know they have awesome menu, one hundred thirty six draft beers on tap. The Pelican House, twenty five seventy two City Place Court, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. They That's support nachos. us. Yes, right. They support us, so you should support them. All right, Jimmy Graham. He did his grievance hearing. Uh, I don't know what else to say about this. We've been over this a million different ways. But, Dave, it seems to me the opinion on this has sort of turned to where people were kind of like, I don't know if I want him to win the Grievous. To now, Twitter seems like because the NFL has kind of been negative, putting out negative information through pro football talk and different avenues, it seems like maybe there's it's more a little pro Jimmy Graham winning the Grievous than it had been. Is that fair to say? I don't know. I, I don't think anybody really knows uh, where the grievance, you know, how it's going to fall. My opinion is that he'd probably lose. I think that. Um, whoa, 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 <laughs> Dave, you've been saying that this is in the bag for Jimmy Graham for months. No, 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 no. I've been saying that he probably should win. And I think he should be paid like a wide receiver, and he should—he's definitely should be considered a wide receiver. But when it comes to what the NFL is actually going to do, uh, I highly doubt that they're going to do it. I think it's—I think they're afraid to set that precedent. Um, 
I think they're, I, you know, because because then you got to start looking at all the franchise tags and. Uh, you know, yeah, but you, you know, know this guy Burbank, he ruled in favor of Breeze. He did yeah. rule in favor of Breeze. That's correct, but. Um, I, I, you know, I just, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think, I think the argument that the Saints are going to make. I mean, we've discussed this before, but I think the argument the Saints are going to make, and it's a valid argument. Uh, there's definitely some merit behind it. Is you know, he I says think, he's a tight end on Twitter, so he's a tight end. Well, I'm not. Well, I mean, that's that's certainly one. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's it's a, as silly as it may be. Um, you, it. I think that's got to be admissible. Um, but uh, no, I mean, I think that I think the argument the Saints make is that um, the the tight end position is is ever evolving, and being a tight end doesn't necessarily mean that you are in the slot all the time or that you're in close to the line. Um, you know, that's that's what happens. Football evolves, the game evolves, um, schemes evolve, and that kind of stuff. So I'm, I'm sure that that's the argument the Saints are going to make. But as far as my opinion is concerned. You know, he, he deserves to be paid just as, as well as, as any wide receiver in the game. He's he's had more touchdowns than any any pass catching uh, player in the NFL last season. He's Dave, did you read uh, Larry Holder's article? Yeah, I, so does that change your being no, a top receiver? No, no, it, no, it doesn't. And I mean, just because I, you know, just because he can't beat a corner, and I don't, I mean, I don't even know if that's true. Um, but I mean, even if that were true, if he, if he had trouble beating a cornerback, that, that still doesn't mean that he's, that he's not a wide receiver. All that mean, all that would mean technically is that he's not a good wide receiver. That doesn't prove, that doesn't prove. Well, if he's not a good wide receiver, he shouldn't be paid like a great one. Yeah. It doesn't matter that that's whether he's a good wide receiver or whether he's a bad wide receiver. If he's a wide receiver, he gets the wide receiver franchise tag. Right. This, this is, yeah, you know, true. I mean, this doesn't have to. Yeah, it is true. I mean, this doesn't have to do with whether he's a good wide receiver, or a bad wide receiver, or a good tight end or a bad tight end. I mean, he's obviously a very good tight end. Um, and even if you want to consider him a bad, you know, even if you say he can't beat a cornerback, that doesn't mean that he's not a wide receiver. That just means he's not very good at being a wide receiver. But if the Saints, the Saints, the Saints tagged him, so now it's up to, you know. No, I agree. Yeah, him. I mean, I, as far as Holder's article, I, I just thought it was interesting. But yeah, I agree with you. I don't think. Um, that has any bearing on the, the CBA language. Well, you know, in other words, no, who, who, who he's covering doesn't matter. It's where he's lined up. The they did the hearing today. Is it is it done with? Are they finished it? No, it, they they just had the first day of hearings. But I wonder. I don't, I don't even know why it was today. Andrew texted me this morning, and I was in agreement with Andrew. Like I thought that this was supposed to be happening in July. Like what, what's going on? How did this happen today? Yeah, the thing the thing that interests me is I wonder. Uh, and Dave, you come from a, a family of lawyers, so you might be able to answer this. I wonder if during the grievance, the guy who's presiding over it would give a hint to one side or the other and be like, you know what, guys, you really need to settle this and try to push them in that direction. Uh, no, if anything, I feel like the person hearing the grievance is going to say, you know what, guys, I really hope that you just end up paying him a long term contract so I don't actually have to make it. Well, that's what I'm saying. This. Like, they would. He... that's what I think he would be saying. I, I really don't I mean. think any. I really don't think he wants to make a decision on this. That's what I'm saying. He'll 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 try yeah. to pro, he'll try to prod them that way. Well, we'll see. I, you know, well, you know the NFLPA is putting pressure on Jimmy Graham. Not to yeah, get the NFL. They, they want to take this all the way. 
Yeah. They want a precedent and, and, set. Yeah. And you and you know Ian Ian Rappaport had a tweet not long not long before we got on the phone here together. Uh, and it, he, he he almost stated it as if it was fact, as if he knew something that we didn't know, as if he had talked to Jimmy Graham or somebody in his camp. But he said if if Jimmy Graham gets tagged as a wide receiver, he's going to sign the tag. Yeah, and I saw Saint, that. And then the Saints are going to have to scramble to to uh, you know to get under the salary cap because right now, as it stands, the Saints are like one and a half, one maybe two million dollars under the salary cap, and that's figuring that Jimmy Graham is going to get paid. Five million and count five million toward this year's cap. Now, so, there are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge, or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum! And how you get the most out of select can't miss events with access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events. You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Seven million. Seven, seven million. million. Sorry, you're right. Yeah. Correct. correct. Uh, and so if he gets tagged as a wide receiver, obviously that number jumps to 12.5, which then puts them over the cap. So I, I was always thinking, like, if that happens and Jimmy Graham gets the wide receiver, I was thinking that the Saints would try and scramble to get a long-term deal done so they can have a cap-friendly salary for Jimmy Graham. But, you know, I don't wonder if Jimmy Graham, after going through all this, would say, you know what? Fuck you. I'm signing this tag. Have fun, uh, have fun trying to get under the cap now. You know, you, you put me in this position. You drew this out this whole time. Uh, you lost this battle. Now you got to pay me an extra five million dollars, and I'm not going to work out a long term. We'll talk about a long term deal next year. Yeah. But for the, this year, fuck you. The, deal with the salary cap. Go ahead, have fun cutting I, the I, Well, but but you know, Dave, one thing it could do if he signs that deal, that doesn't preclude him from negotiating a long term deal. No. And it so I, I think I think the point that Rappaport is making is he would sign that to basically put a gun to the Saints' head and say, if you don't cut someone or restructure someone else immediately, you're over the cap. So yeah. you better work out a long-term deal with me in the next 24 hours. Yeah. No, I mean, e- either way, a ruling in Jimmy's favor is, is beneficial for him yeah, on, and all, I don't on think, all fronts. And I mean, yes. I don't think he – I don't think as much as he wants to, to, to win the grievance and he wants to be paid like a wide receiver, he doesn't want to go into this year on a one-year deal. No, nobody you, ever does. You don't want – because you're – Especially you're, him because of the hits he takes. And he's, yes. he's got a little – he's been nicked up a good bit. Yeah, he has been. I mean, so – I mean, that was part of the, the thing we had argued, you know. That was the one – I mean, I, I would present Rob Gronkowski as an exhibit A of why you don't play on a one-year – I would not, present, not, he, he signed the long-term deal, but I'm just saying if, yeah. if he had been on that one-year tender, he he would be in he, Rob world of trouble. Rob Gronkowski was actually very fortunate because the Patriots paid him early. Yeah, yeah. They absolutely. paid him and they paid Hernandez both early. He is very fortunate because if if they if they if the Patriots would have done the Saints philosophy of we don't sign people early unless they take the deal we want to give them, um, you know he would have been he would have been SOL. But um, besides besides that, I mean, there's really that's why that's why the Mickey Loomis way equals greater than the uh, Patriot way. (laughs) Stuck on that New England. Yeah. 
Um, I don't know that there's any other Saints news. We are going to do another Saints tournament once Held returns from uh, banging every female in St. Louis. Well, that's a little, that's a little graphic. It Get is. Get yourself checked, Kevin. Get but, yourself uh, checked. But Dave puts the explicit language thing on the podcast so people know. Um, Make sure you wear rubber, dude. She gets around like yeah, a record. Got to bag it up. <laughs> I like the way you work. We're going to do a tournament of the best receiver in Saints history. It's only going to it's not going to be 64 obviously cuz God knows if we could get 64 receivers. But we're going to do I mean, one hell, if we're doing the best 64 ever, Albert Connell's probably on the list. Dude, he probably is. <laughs> you can make a ca- case if a guy made one catch, he's on the <laughs> I mean, Brett, Brett Bash is the 47th seed. Brett, Brett, Brett Bash had a couple good games, Andrew. So, um but yeah, so there's no other Saints. So, so we're going to get right into it. M- me and Andrew are fired the fuck up about the World Cup. Um, so before I'm we sure get... Howell, too, if he was here. USA. Yeah. USA. And, and I just want to say, I don't understand all these soccer people that you're, you're out there and you've been diehard soccer people forever and ever and ever. And you know. Oh, you mean losers? Yeah, whatever. But I mean, like, I, me and Andrew, like, I just got... The, started liking soccer a couple of years ago when I could watch the English Premier League on the TV. So I started really liking it. Um, but they bitched and complained after the game and on Twitter about how horrible the United States looked and they're not making any progress and blah, blah, blah. It's like, what do you want? The United States was on in prime time and they won the game and people got excited. What more do you people want? Hello, I- you play to win the game. Exactly. What are you doing? Diddly poo. Diddly Um... But, uh, Andrew, if the United States, if they get a point against Portugal, they're going to be in like Flynn before we get to making a couple of jokes about making fun of the World Cup. They're, they're going to be in, right? If they, Because you're, you're more of a soccer guy than even me. If they tie Portugal, they're pretty much locked in. They're going to go, go through, right? Yeah, I mean, then Portugal's got to make up five goals in, in one game. So, well, you know, obviously U.S. playing Germany. And so, I mean, that, that that's a lot to make up. So, but the, the one caveat there is Ghana can't beat Germany. Um, so that draw and they're in as long as Ghana doesn't beat Germany. So, Dave, do you wrote, do you root for Italy? Is that your default? No, game? I don't. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> Car- I, I mean, if, uh, if the U.S. wasn't in it, uh, I guess, yeah, I would root for Italy since that's my, uh, my, my, uh, my, the land of my ancestors. But, uh, there you go. <laughs> but otherwise, of course, I'm going to root for the USA of A. It's where I pay my damn taxes. And my wife, she roots hard for Mexico. Well, is she it was not, a good is day she... for your wife? It was a big day for my wife, and then she got so excited, she went, she went straight to Twitter and tweeted, "Okay, Mexicans, back to taking care of other people's children and mowing yards." <laughs> <laughs> no, she she's U.S. born, huh? Yeah, she is. And Does but she, she said, but she said, P.S. I'm Mexican. I can say that. Um, <laughs> but so if the, so if the U.S. plays Mexico, who does she root for? She roots for Mexico, I think. If U.S. plays Mexico, you root for Mexico, right? It would be she'd be torn a little bit. She'd be torn. Her na- be careful now. Her nationality's on the line here. Yeah, I mean, it's you have to revoke like, that here, passport. Here's the thing, though. If if they had a World Cup of football, let's say, and the United States played LSU, Andrew, who would you root for? Wait, I'm sorry. If LSU played who? If if they had a World Cup of American football and say uh-huh. 
in this World Cup, the United States had a team and Louisiana had a team. Who would you root for? Would you root for? Oh, Louisiana. Easy. See, so I can understand her, her Mexican vote. And Mexico's been good at soccer. Maybe they have a better history. But how is that? How does that a comparable scenario? I don't know. The Louisiana is in the United States. Mexico well, it's, is it's not a, part of the United States. They would States never have America. a World Cup of football. So it's if 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 I'm pulling things out of my ass to make insane comparisons. I lived yeah. for 13 years in France, so the, the comparison would be if the U.S. played oh. France. Who would I root for? And my answer is I would root for the U.S. to win by 21 goals. Here's what you don't, yeah, you don't like France. You obviously did no, not have a France. great experience living here's in France. The, here's the thing that people don't understand about Europe that have this fanciful notion that it's somehow better and more cultured than the United States. Europe, people are racist as hell. And France, they were doing some horrible things on Twitter and walking out the stadium after they beat Honduras. They, they did chants that if – if it happened at an NFL game in the United States, the United States would collectively lose their minds. <laughs> you know, I mean, in France and Italy, they've had African American or not, well, black players or African players doing corner kicks. They throw bananas at them. You know, in Europe, and if that happened at a United States, like I've, I've seen that, I've seen that on. Uh... Real sports. Well, like, Andrew, if that happened, like, PTI, like Mike Wilburn, his head would just explode. He would just die on the spot. Yeah, I think we're – I think our tolerance for that kind of thing is – you know, I, I think we look down on how we how we act. But, you know, like, for example, the Don Sterling thing, I mean, that's like child's play. In it Europe. is. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> oh, I mean, um, so – I just think you don't have to love the World Cup, but it's a time filler between training camp and it's fun. They're scoring, they're scoring a ton of goals, um, and and you know we can't watch the Astros here in Houston, unfortunately. And the Saints have this German coach uh, that kind of reminds me of a guy from Hogan's Heroes, Andrew. So I like it. Yeah. So. Uh, Dave, I've got a plenty of Twitter questions, and oh, by the way, we are now uh, – we have a – not a, necessarily a sponsor, but uh, graciously Tyler from DomelandShirt.com has agreed to uh, let us give away a couple of his shirts for the best Twitter question or tweet comment on the podcast. And so – if you don't win a shirt, you can go to DomelandShirt.com. It's $22, including shipping. And he gives 10% to Team Gleason. So it's for a good cause, a little bit of the money. So uh, DomelandShirt.com. Whoever has the best Twitter question tonight will win that. Um, so let's fire them off. How are we judging best, best I don't know. Twitter question? We just, we'll just judge them. So here we, here we go. Um this is from if, Super... if you if you hear a good one, Dave, just nominate. It. Yeah. So this is from Super <laughs> Saiyan Saint. Which soccer team flops the worst and the worst flop you have seen? Uh, Australia. Well, that, que- that question sucks. That's not winning. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. Any soccer question is automatically not <laughs> in the run. Australia was kind of floppy. I noticed when I was watching all these games, uh, which was surprising. I figured down under they wouldn't be so floppy. Um, I always I always joke that sniper in the stands anytime Italy was playing because 
Uh, it was like a guy was being taken out with no contact. Um, but uh, I was surprised and disappointed uh, watching the Italians. The, their flopping was at an all-time low. Yeah, um, they were. They played England. kind of. A I, new, I couldn't believe it. They play kind of a new style, and they have the guy in the midfield that looks like the Hound from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Portugal is a little floppy. Portugal, and they were fighting with each other. They were getting pissed off. Um, Brazil had the, the 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 in the first game, the dude flopped big time, and they they thought it would be a like a card for flopping, and they gave him a penalty. So I guess technically it wasn't a flop, but but I, I'm gonna still go Australia. Here's a uh, here's another soccer related question, but Dave, you can answer this. Altador or Reggie Bush? More resultless hype. Ooh, I like that question. I'll um, nominate. I'll, I'll nominate that question. Okay. You can answer uh, to after you know, game. I, I guess I'll go with Altidore. I mean, Altidore didn't barely played in the first game. It looks like he's not even going to be back uh, until elimination play at the very least. I mean, Reggie, you know, Re- Reggie contributed. Whether you want to knock yeah. Reggie or not, you know, Reggie definitely contributed. So I got to go. And I, w- I would say that Reggie in Miami and in Detroit is kind of, I, I don't know if he's lived yeah. up to the second overall pick, but he's looked like a first round pick to me. Yeah. Definitely. And I mean, if he, you know, for what they pay him and what they're, what they're, they're, Miami was really happy. Miami should have kept him. Detroit was really happy with him. I mean, and look, he didn't live up to the, he didn't live up to the $50 million or whatever the Saints paid him. But I mean, for the, for the 5 million Miami paid him, for the 4 million Detroit paid him, he more than lived up to it. Um, Altidore is, is all, I mean, to me, he had a, he had a really good year two years ago, but he, he was a, dud at sun at, at, in the English Premier League um and he really struggled with the US team this year he scored a couple goals uh in the the friendly right before the warm up but uh i i would say outdoor for sure andrew this is a good one better hands the korea goalie today or roddy white <laughs> Uh, Roddy White's got pretty. I mean, gosh, the uh, I, I thought the goalie for uh, Mexico, o- Ochoa, was even better. Um, that dude was unbelievable today against the Brazilians. The Korean um, goalie is lucky he plays for South Korea because if he played for North Korea, he'd be going to the Gulag. Yeah, that's. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Roddy White has a pretty good. I hate to admit it, but Roddy White does have a good set of hands, but. Uh, there's pretty much no way I'm ever giving him the benefit of the doubt with anything. So I'll go with the South Korean goalie. Uh, Dave, this is a good question from Ricky Alvarez. Which Saint player being injured would be comparable to Josie Altidore? Um, you know, again, I'm not a huge soccer fan. So, I mean, is Josie Altidore, I mean, is he like I would say he's player? the fourth. I would say that Dempsey, Tim Howard, and Michael Bradley are probably top three. Yeah, Although Bradley was god awful, but I I would say that you know so he's normally like he's top three, so I would say player. like the fourth best player. Yeah. Um, yeah, that puts things in perspective. That's what I that's what I needed to hear. Um, so I'm gonna go with uh, maybe um. This is tough. There's a couple of names I'm thinking about throwing Ooh. out there. I've got one. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm going to go with um, maybe Marcus Colston. I was going to say Keenan Lewis, maybe. Well, I just would, so I can defend I myself, he, I was 
I think I feel like they have more overall production than outdoor. I was gonna go with, and this might sound strange, is I was gonna go with Brandon Cooks, because outdoor is always you don't even know what Brandon Cooks. That's Cooks. No, we keep <laughs> we we don't we keep outdoor. We project all these great right. things that he's gonna right. do. He's gonna do, but he's never done them. Yeah, sort of like fair. Brandon Cooks. We project all these hopes and dreams. So maybe Jer- so maybe Jairus Bird. Ooh, that's. Mm. Yeah, that's. I think that's probably more yeah. more like it because Bird's played before, but we just don't know how he's played with the Saints. Yeah, right? that's, a, that's a really good one. Yeah, we'll go with Jairus Bird. Yeah. Who, oh, by the Jairus. way, is injured. Who, by the way, is injured. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Jairus is it? He, he went to Jairus. He went to Jairus. <laughs> Let's see. Um. This is from Boat Lawyer. Is there any other competition in the world in which the U.S. beating Ghana is really news? <laughs> I already <laughs> said this on Twitter, but uh, long distance running. Yeah, that's, that's probably the only, true. That's the only one. Poor, poor Ghana. Apple has more money in the bank than Ghana has national GDP. <laughs> is that like a is that like a Snapple real fact? That's a real fact. And also <laughs> Ghana, they had to ration electricity so everybody could watch it. Is that oh, also wow. true? That is also true. I mean, it's full so of knowledge. I, I have the knowledge. It, it was on Twitter, so I know it's true. Andrew, this is from True to the Game. How bad will Hard Knocks be this year? I don't know. I won't be watching it, so I couldn't tell you. Um, I, I don't know. I, I I think it'll be awful. I mean, really, truly. Uh, to me, this reeks once again. Apparently, the Falcons could pull out of this, and they voluntarily decided to stay in. Um, so the fact that they want to do this just reeks once again of Arthur Blank, you know, signing that guy that was in prison, doing hard knocks. I mean, he's just so desperate for fans. It's and maybe you know what though, you know, it, it could have been. It, I think that's a part of it too, Andrew. And it also could be. The NFL just begging their ass because they were getting kind of it was getting down to the wire where teams were just turning them down left and right. I just feel like Arthur Blank has this thing where he wants the Falcons to be America's team. He he wants to be the good guy so bad and and no one's interested. No one's buying it. And I, I just think this sets up so nicely. Um, you can it's the season we're not even in training camp yet. And you've already got the Sean Witherspoon injury, and now they're doing hard knocks. And you in the offseason, Arthur Blank made those whiny comments like nine months later about Kenny Vaccaro hitting Matt Ryan. I mean, it's already setting itself up. Tony Gonzalez is retired. It just I, I've got this that, feeling. That, I can feel it in my loins, Ralph. I just that, feel that it. Opening, that opening game is pretty much a must win for Atlanta. Just I, like vice just in the same sense. Dave, that opening game last year, we all agreed the Saints. It was a must-win for them. Like I feel like that. that I g- could be setting myself up for a huge letdown here, but my confidence is extremely high right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is from Matthew Hedge. Uh, Dave, why are the Saints fans so high on Joe Morgan? He only played one season and had ten catches. Yeah, I have no idea. I, I have. <laughs> I, I've said this before. Somebody asked me a question in in our what up with that mailbag, and uh, I, I basically yeah, had the same sentiment as Matthew Hedge at Hedgery. Um, you know, everybody seems to be all excited about Joe Morgan. I mean, the guy has 
really never really been able to stay healthy. And he has had like literally eight catches. Um, and two knee injuries. <laughs> yeah, in, in his entire career. You know, it's funny because I, I feel like that one, and it was totally, it was a very amazing play. But, you know, that one play where he had, where he caught the ball, flipped over the, the Buccaneer over his back, and then ran into the end zone. I mean, that was definitely highlight worthy and definitely an awesome play to watch. But mm. I, I feel like that one play has stuck in the minds of Saints fans and you know like a seed that's been planted and and since then it's just grown and uh, you know i i think that there is this this uh unwarranted love for joe morgan despite not really producing as much as we all feel like he has so yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna say he has a 20 i'm gonna say he has a 25 percent chance of making the roster this year and and i'm gonna nominate uh, that question as well for the t-shirt contest I think this question might win the the T-shirt. It's from Grandmaster Wang. Uh, you can <laughs> I have a re- question that might be that might be qualified. For okay. The, uh... You can replace the worst player on the U.S. men's national team with Jimmy Graham, or you can replace Klinsman with Jack Bauer. Who you got, <laughs> Andrew? <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Well, the advantage of Jack Bauer is, uh, you know, the, the cheesy one lines like "We're running out of time," or uh, or the uh, "Who are you working for?" You know, those are two of the good ones. <laughs> See, that would be awesome for a ref. Like if the ref did a horrible red card. <laughs> Who are you working for? Yeah, <laughs> that would be good. You know, it's kind of like the Arnold Schwarzenegger buttons. You know, where you hit them. And <laughs> but if you shoot a ref in the head, you, you get a red a card. I don't know how that would work. <laughs> Well, that, that's the best part is you could use the Jack Bauer. <laughs> Give me back my son. Uh, You're you could, playing with ten men. <laughs> you could you could use a Jack Bauer sound soundbite that doesn't even make any sense, which would almost make it funnier. Um, so. Where is my wife and daughter? <laughs> Where is my family? <laughs> That's rock solid. Yeah, I'm going with Jack Bauer, man, all the way. Jack Bauer for sure. Jack Bauer for sure. And and Klinsman's just too happy-go-lucky, man. I need yeah. I need someone that's intimidating and puts the fear of God in yeah. someone. Because I could see, like, if it, if it pours down rain in Manassas in in Brazil, like Jack Bauer on the sideline would just be fantastic. <laughs> As Dave tries to queue up sound bites. Um. <laughs> Let's see. Dave, Don't give away the secrets, Ralph. Dave, fire up. Do you have some questions? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I have one. I think I, I I would nominate this one for the for the shirt. Uh, comes from Susan Brassett at Hazel Mist. Who has the smelliest farts? That's what she wants to know. I think, I, I think so on uh, the Saints we, team or, or between uh, us. You know, she leaves it open for interpretation. However, you want to. Uh, you know, however you want to interpret that, but I say game, set, match at Hazel Mist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down with that. She gets the shirt. Yeah. Um. Let, let's let's go Saints. I mean, yeah, I would think John Jenkins is firmly yeah. in the mix here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I really wish Kevin was on this podcast because he would be all over this question. He does a smelly. I mean, it depends on what you eat too. That's a factor you got to play into it. Yeah. Um, I don't know why, but Jonathan Goodwin, I feel like he he's in the mix somewhere in there. 
I mean, if it's us, I mean, I let farts go on a regular basis that my wife is horrified and threatens to not let me sleep in the bed with her ever again. So, well, Dave's farts smell like nougat. Yeah, so. <laughs> mine are nice and sweet. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see, who else? Yeah, John. I, mean, uh, I bet Kevin is a pretty rotten bastard. Yeah, yeah. the skinny guys. Um, so that's all the questions I have, I think. Um, Dave, do you have Well, any... that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> so, Suzanne, will uh... Suzanne, congrats on the Su- t-shirt. Su- you earned it. Su- you, you earned it. And see, people, that's the kind of question we want. We want ridiculousness. It can be Saints-related, but the more ridiculous, the better. Wait, oh, so who did we a... go with the, the Saints player? Who did we decide on? John Jenkins? Uh, I would say Morstead. <laughs> There's no way that Morstead has worse parts than John Jenkins. Well, no, There's I think no I think well, I think Morstead would be excited to have smelly farts, so he would do what it would take to to make sure that it happened. <laughs> I can't, you know. I don't know. Zach Streif could have smelly farts. <laughs> All right, I one last that. question, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, more hateable, Ronaldo or Roddy? Who would win in a fight between Matt Ryan and Ronaldo? Who's Ronaldo? Oh, the soccer player? Yeah. The soccer Cristiano Ronaldo? Yeah. Who would win in a fight between him Ronaldo and Matt Ryan? Ronaldo Turnbull. <laughs> that, honestly, that's what I was thinking first. <laughs> yeah. So who would win in a fight between those two? Yeah. <sighs> Oof. I'm going to let Dave take that one. I don't know shit about Ronaldo. He's injured. Uh, that's what I know. He's the guy that wears makeup. And has his haircut painted on him. <laughs> oh, it's, t- it's a tough one. Play the Jeopardy music. <laughs> I think they'd both just be crying yeah. the whole time. I think so, too. I think it would be a draw. <laughs> It'd be a draw. And... <laughs> they would both get one point. All right. We, um, let's see. One more question. Andrew, you could, this is from Jay Green. Uh is Pepe a thug? Can you be Portuguese in a thug? What's the Portuguese word for thug? That's like four questions. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll tell you this. Pepe is a very good soccer player, football player, and uh, I am very happy that he will not be available uh, to play against the U.S., especially considering no Josie, uh, which means the U.S. will need all the help they can get to score goals. So um, that's a big one, you know, and uh, – Hopefully uh, the U.S. can take advantage. But yeah, Pepe, sure, yeah, he's a thug. You can be Portuguese in a thug. You can't be absolutely. Yeah, I don't know if you could be like French in a thug, maybe. But then again, I mean, yeah, Zidane. I mean, you could. We have this. We have this picture of Europeans of being all these, but they're they're pretty. They could be gangsta over there. Yeah, but Zidane has has uh, you know some Arabic heritage. Like if you're just a pure French guy. Um, you know, I mean, yeah, you, you've got to have some badass quality in you, you know, whether, you know, it's, it's your heritage or just, I don't know. I, I, I just feel like if you're, you're just your average French guy, I, I don't consider Zidane your my, average French guy. My favorite, one of my favorite stories when I went in to France and studied at LSU abroad, which was just drinking and taking bullshit classes. My favorite story is I roomed with a guy that was pure Cajun. And he could speak Cajun French. And when 
he was in when we were in Paris and he would speak the Cajun French to the French person, the French person's head would get really, really red because they didn't understand what was coming at him. I think Cajun French, Andrew, is like the French version of Ebonics. Pretty much. They understand the words, but they don't understand the context because Cajun people take an English word and they'll take a French word. They'll put them together and then it'll mean something completely different. He got so – one guy got so mad, he told my roommate to stop and to speak English to him. And it made my friend really, really mad. He might have been drunk at the time. (laughs) Um, But anyway, so – that's that's the end of the show. Um, so, prediction time, Andrew. Next week, when we have a podcast, will the United States have gotten three points off of Portugal? No, uh, I, my prediction is they will draw one-one, and I'm also going to predict that about 17 minutes after we get off this podcast. Jimmy Graham's long-term deal will be finalized. Dave, do you have a similar prediction? Or Dave is gone, actually, I think. Dave is... He's got some people working He's got some people bailing out. You know what, Andrew? I'll check profootballtalk.com just before we get off the air just to make sure. (laughs) Uh, No, the top headline is uh, Jerry Jones running off of the mouth at at Des Bryant. Okay. No, but if we're if we're being serious about Jimmy Graham predictions, uh, I, I don't think anything's going to happen until the hearing resolves itself. I mean, at this point, Jimmy Graham's waited this long. I don't think he's gonna. I think he's gonna hold out till they get a ruling. I mean, he's not. He's not going. I mean, if he if he signs before that, if he signs without a ruling, Andrew, it's going to have to be eleven million, right? Yeah, or at least – well, I mean the word on the street is they've already offered 10. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I would think it would have to be 11. Um, so we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, I mean uh, it's going to have to be a lot. But, uh, you know, I think I think the real danger here is if he doesn't get a favorable ruling uh, because then you know he's going to appeal it. And and that's just going to delay the process even more. So that yeah. that's the big concern. Well, can't the Saints appeal too? So they can, yeah. But I think if the Saints are appealing, they might just give them a little bit more money on a long term deal and be like, "How about we offer you this?" Yeah. Um. You know. So. Yeah. So we'll see. So and that wraps up the podcast. Go to SaintsNation.com. Um. You know. Congratulations to. Uh, Suzanne for winning the inaugural uh, t-shirt Twitter uh, fun time giveaway. We'll be in touch on Twitter. And- yeah, and let that be a lesson to all you other question senders out there that uh, that's the kind of level of commitment it's going to take yes. to get the free key. It's going to, you know, you got you to gotta be funny. It doesn't have to necessarily be football related. It just has to make us chuckle. It's too bad Held was too busy trying to spread his seed around St. Louis instead of being on this podcast. He would have been a, he would have had a great answer. But on that note for Andrew for Dave who had to go take care of workers. I'm Ralph Marlboro. Uh until next week, be safe.